fact or myth. In the big game, the coin toss usually comes up heads. That is a myth. In fact, tails has come up more often in recent years. Football is full of myths. Like the pigskin isn't actually made of pigskin. Gambling is a share of myths too. Unfortunately, believing gambling myths can cost you a lot of money. So learn what's myth and what's fact at keepitfunohio.com. You'll also find helpful tips, interesting quizzes, and great games all to help ensure gambling is always fun. 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Today's show is brought to you by Birdland Sports. I want you to go check out birdlandstore.com if you haven't already because it's my site. Birdland Sports is my company. It's the company behind Section 336 and other podcasts. And now, you know, we've had the little shop over on section336.com for a long time. We have turned it into birdlandstore.com. And every week I'm adding three to five new shirts. I've got a bunch of stuff up there. If there's something fun going on in Birdland, we've got a shirt for it up there. If there's a shirt you don't see there, if you have an idea for a shirt, hit me up. You can do one little chat with us on birdlandstore.com. Hit me up on Twitter, whatever. Let me know. The shirts are for fans, by fans, like everything else we do at 336. So head on over there. Right now, the popular shirts are the Birds Are Coming shirt with um, the Oriole Bird dressed up as Omar from The Wire. We've got the nickname series with Hillbilly Hayes and Rough Rider Odor and Mateo the Flash and King Mountcastle all up there. We've got a Gunnar Henderson shirt. Gunnar Henderson just made it up today as I'm recording this. We got that shirt up there ready to go. Check out birdlandstore.com and use the code 336TALK. That's number three, number three, number six, and then TALK, T-A-L-K, and you will get a 25% discount. You're not going to get that anywhere else. Any other ads for Birdland store is not going to give you 25% because it's my store. I can do what I want. So check it out there. There's also plenty of Section 336 merch as well up there. Hit it up. Help me out. Thanks. Behind home plate, we bringing it to them all day. All day. You know what's up? Welcome to Birdland. Bird Win or lose, we bringing it to you always. Always. You know what's up? Welcome to Birdland. Orange or black, we rebuild the pack. No matter where we at, you know we coming back. Section 336, we on this, so tune in. Tune in. You know what's up? Welcome to Birdland. from Section 336. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Baltimore sports fans of all ages, welcome to Section 336, Next Generation of Baltimore Sports Talk. I am your endearing sending host, Matt Soroka. As always, I'm joined by the button lover, Josh Roka. Hey, Matt. How's it going? Recording a little later because we just had to wait till the end of that game. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the 6 o'clock starts. I like it, that. It's, I do. I do as well. You come home, you get upset for dinner, you're all good. Yeah, I do. I put the kids to bed, turn the game on around 7.30 on the MLB at bat app, and then I can oh, fast yeah. forward to the commercials and I catch up right around the seventh inning to watch the end of the game live. Right, right. That works That works fine for you, except the problem is with the earlier starts, uh, 
dad and I are watching live. So when we tweet or not tweet, when we text each other in our little group chat about Gunnar Henderson hitting his first career hit as a home run, you're a little bit behind. My response might be a little bit delayed. I sometimes have to silence those notifications while I'm watching the game. Yeah. Well, I learned that many years ago where I turned all the notifications off of the MLB app. Yeah. Because I would because sometimes notifications would hop ahead of the video and stuff. So I've done that. Yeah. Well, I guess I mean not much to talk about on today's show. Maybe maybe we get into um fantasy football preview drafts, draft previews. No, no. We waited till the end of the game so we could go live. We haven't gone live in a while. We went live on all of my Birdland channels as well because it's an exciting day. It's an exciting moment. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. Um, you know what really grinds my gears is, Josh? What is that? You know, these, uh, and maybe this is a Georgia thing. Why? Whenever I go to a gas station, they always list the price. Yeah. And then you get closer and you realize it says cash. for cash. What is for that? Cash. Who carries cash around and uses cash, cash at a gas station? And then it's 10 cents more for the credit card. Right. Hey, it's false right. advertising. Hey, it really annoys me. I, now I refuse to go to any gas station that lists <laughs> the cash price. I, I'll pay more and go to a place that's honest about their prices. And here I thought we were here to talk about the Orioles, Gunnar Henderson. Um, or I wanted to show you that I have a shirt now with your face on it. Oh, yeah, that's creepy. That's it, It's not just creepy that you have a shirt with my face. You're wearing a shirt with your own face on it, which is even creepier. Yeah. Yeah, yeah to wear a shirt with your own face on it that's it will it will not leave the house with me yeah. wearing it but i had to put it on for this podcast because i didn't know we were doing a post game show i thought it was just going to be you and i and it was going to be you staring back at yourself the entire game entire show uh are, are we on live are we somewhere streaming on uh we're on facebook and twitter and youtube and all that i should have put on a world's hat or something yeah. to show my allegiance I do um, like the back of this shirt because it's no pieces. Yeah, no, no, the back's cool. Yeah, right. yeah. No, I mean it was it was a and we can we can get into it, Josh. I think um, we we talked we talked a while ago about the low point of 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 Orioles baseball. Um, right. We can whether it was you know Chris Davis fighting with Brandon Hyde or I mean we can get into you know specific atrocious players that we saw play um you know we can go through our, our Rui Ruiz and our <laughs> Keon Broxton and whatever it would low you want to pick um, why are you trying to go with the low stuff on, on today well what I'm saying Josh is we talked about that low point knowing that eventually we would dig ourselves out of the hole and Josh I yeah. think today August 31st 2022 is the official i think this is the official coming out this is the official we're no longer in the hole we're no longer coming right. back we're officially i think this yeah. is the the the, the new high point. is officially coming out is that what you're yeah. saying yeah and it's it's not just and we're going to get into what's happened to major squad and gunner henderson but it's it's not just that you just and, it, and it's not just the fact that we now have three players the first no the first pick the second pick and the third pick from michael Elias's first draft yes. 2019 they're all now here in the majors in stowers and gunner um and, and of course adley what? am i crazy or it's really odd to have the best player in, for one team to bring in the best 
player, the number one prospect, and then in the same year, bring in another number, the next number one prospect. Well, and what's more insane is they both came from the same draft, which is even more insane. True, um, true. Both came from the same draft. But if you also look, and, and before we get to, to, to Gunner's first start, if you look in the minors, what's happening, um, Norfolk's winning 4-1. Four to four, four to one. Westberg hit another home run. This is the 22nd of the year. And then Bauman threw six innings and struck out a crazy 13 batters, giving up no earned runs. And so that's Norfolk. And then you look at Bowie. Right. Bowie, we we won 15 to 5. Cody Povich, that new guy we traded for, he had a really good start. Mayo had three hits. A bunch of guys had three hits. And then if you look to, to single A, we're winning six to four in that game. Heston Kerstat had had a triple. And if, and if you go to the, the Shorebirds, we're winning eight to three. Um, and, and that's where all our draft picks are, scoring a bunch of runs since they arrived. Right. Del, Del Marvel was a bad baseball team. And then all of a sudden we had all these draft picks, and now they're hitting the cover off the ball. All, all our prospects are playing well. All our all our minor teams are, are, are playing well. And we have are the two best prospects in the majors with us. Um, and yeah. while you could argue the three best prospects, well, you could argue the four best prospects in if you want to add Deal Hall – and then if you want to add Grayson Rodriguez, um, who's who has is not anywhere now, but will be thrown for Aberdeen, uh, it's just it's, our organization is in such a healthy place at the top, but also at every single level. We've never been in the history of my life. I've we've never been in this healthy of a place, right? Kind of throughout the organization. No, I agree. Um, Grayson Rodriguez. We're not really going to talk about him tonight, but he's starting in a few days in Aberdeen this weekend, right? Thursday, tomorrow, Friday, something like that. Tomorrow. tomorrow, Thursday. Yeah, Thursday. Um, is he in Aberdeen? He's clearly in Aberdeen, so that it's a little easier for the guys at the warehouse to go on over and see him, right? I don't. Know. I mean, it's a rehab start. I guess you can do your rehabs wherever you want to do it. You can do it wherever you want, but there's. He's been in Florida. There's no convenience to Aberdeen except for it's closer to Baltimore and Camden Yards. Yeah, and I, I don't. I don't know if it's. And also, I, I don't know if there's something to facing low competition so you don't overthrow and try too hard you just want it to be easy and i don't know what Bowie's schedule is because Bowie's the other one that's close right um, I, don't, I don't know what Bowie's schedule is if they're home or away but but yeah i would assume he's being closely watched right to to still have an opportunity to pitch with the big league club this year yeah i would imagine so i mean i would imagine if um i, I wouldn't see why not uh, I want to see see why not. If, if, if now it might depend. There's like interesting questions here. It might depend if we're in the playoff hunt right. and you want him to pitch. But then the other argument is, do you want him pitching with it? a high level situation when he's just come off injury? Isn't that like pushing it a little bit? A little bit. Yeah, but, but on the other hand, if they're not again, yeah, no, I would not be opposed to it. But then the argument against it too is, well, well, so what? He can have like two appearances out of the pen or two starts. And then right. he's taking up a 40-man roster spot the whole offseason because you've got to make room for him on the 40-man. And this offseason is going to get complicated, really complicated with the 40-man. Um, and so do, do you want to do it? for? And that's why I was like, I was curious about what they would do with Gunner because I thought at some points may, may, maybe they won't call him up this year. Um, obviously, I was wrong about that. But, yeah, I think the possibility of Grayson Rodriguez pitching in Baltimore this year is still out there. I think that still he's going to have, I don't know how many rehab starts, what, three, four rehab starts. And so that's, what, 15 days. So I think at the earliest, 
we're looking at the middle of September at the okay. earliest. And then I, I guess we'll have to see where we are in the standings. All right. Again, I'm trying to read the tea leaves into uh, the going-ons of Michael Elias and how he's handling this. So bringing Gunnar Henderson up today on August 31st clearly says that he believes maybe this team can make a push into the playoffs, right? To try to bring Gunnar up right at the deadline for playoff baseball. That's got to mean something, correct? Yeah, I mean, I think today was the – Today, yeah, was the date. If you want them to be on the playoff roster, they right. have to be on the forty man today. Now, you could have like moved him to the forty man without. He could have he could have twenty twenty six man roster, or whatever. Right. Um. But, 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 but no. Like I think, yeah. It's in, these are things we'll never know. Like if the Orioles were not in the playoffs, if they were twenty games right. back, would Gunner, would Gunner be, be, here? be here? Probably not. Yeah. I Maybe doubt tomorrow. It. I don't know. Yeah, but I think I think the reality is, and we saw it tonight today. Like, and I and I I just scoffed at anyone who said different. There was people out there who actually said, like, I don't know if because Gunner's a rookie, he might struggle at first. Um, there was yeah. people who said like that Gunner would not upgrade our team immediately this year, and I was like, that is nonsense. That's nonsense. No, th- Gunner, Gunner, the moment Gunner walks into the, into the dugout, he makes your team better. There's no doubt about it. Well, and he proved it at the plate with that. He got that home run, second at bat. I mean, that gave the Orioles a lead. Yeah. So he proved it immediately, offensively. So it 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 it's it's a jolt in the arm that that we needed. And I, I hate all the comparisons to well, Adley struggled the first month. Well, Adley's struggling again now, right? It's just baseball is really hard, and everyone's different. When Gunner was caught up to Norfolk, he was in fuego for the first month of, the, of being caught up to Norfolk. Now you would think, oh, he's jumping up a level. He should struggle more, but that's not what happened with him or with Westbrook actually. And so, and, and so this idea that every player is going to react different, react the same way to being caught up in the majors. Oh, he's going to hit 150 for the first month. Right. And then nah, that's not how it works. Every player responds differently. Every player gets hot differently. Um, even we've seen this with, with, with our current players, forget rookies. Rookies, forget rookies. Look at Austin Hayes. But but, but no, right. in, in the end, you Every go with better player players, player, and, and he's a better player than than who we had out there. Yeah, hundred percent. And if you want to talk about who Gunner today's playing third, I'm curious to see what they do with him. Is he going to be third every day? And what does that do for Ron Urias, who had the other big home run today? Right. Is, is Urias now your DH? Well, um, d- does Urias move around? Does Gunner move around? It's going to be interesting to see what they do with Gunner in the infield. That was the thing that surprised everyone in the lineup was that Rugned Adore still found a way to be, be in this lineup today. That that he was in there with Urias on the DH. So yeah. if you put Urias, who's a better defender than Odor, you put Hemming out in the field, then um, then what happens and how does that balance? James in the chat is saying, was today Odor's last game as a regular? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yes, but Hyde's also like seems like Hyde's good at rotating this DH spot. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think Hyde would argue that Odor is the best second baseman on the team. I think Hyde would argue that um, until he's blue in the face with turning double plays. We saw him turn a nice double, double play today, um, or start right. a nice d- double play today. Uh, and I think because you want I think Hyde like really. But yeah, yeah, I think Hyde really values Odor at second. So no, I think I expect Odor is going to be. Um, 
playing second most days. It does, I think, give Hyde more flexibility to move things around. Urias can play second base. Westbrook, I think, can play second base. Um, Westbrook you, can play shortstop if you want to get Mateo you think, a break. You think Westbrook's coming up this year? Oh, I'm sorry. I meant I meant I meant Gunner. Um, I was gonna say you're getting ahead of yourself. Yeah, I was gonna I say, Gunner. Though, Gunner and Westbrook. What's going though, on? The Westbrook, so, I think, would be an upgrade if we brought him up here and had him play every day. I think right. that would be an upgrade over over Odor. Yeah, no, I can't right. wait just for next year when Odor signs a one year deal next offseason, everyone loses their mind that Odor comes back <laughs> next year. I can't. That's, I'm already pumped about that. Yeah, but that's not going to happen. I know we like to see when Birdland freaks out, but that's not yeah, going to happen. I think it will. It is, it is fun to see your average common fan. We've been watching this all season as people get more on the bandwagon. And you're seeing that more and more. And it is fun to see people get excited again for Oriole baseball, especially as football season kicked off. And we've got all this preseason football, and yet everyone is still talking about the Orioles. That's exciting. That's fun. Yeah, yeah, and it's exciting and fun, even without the call-up of Gunner. Of Gunner. Um, yes. But, but I mean, because we're just coming off a series where we took two two out of three uh, against Houston, which was kind of incredible, incredible. Um, and, and I know the bats have struggled a little bit, which Gunner's here, so we don't have to worry about that anymore. But But the pitching, the pitching has been, the starting pitching specifically, has been literally unbelievable. Against yeah. Houston, I thought, oh my goodness. Like, and, and you keep on thinking, like these guys, you know, Watkins, Voth, Kramer, like th- they're going to be exposed for the kind of 4A pitchers that they are, but they're not. And, and, and it seems like the further we get into the season, the further, the more I'm waiting for this, <laughs> the implosion to take place. Uh, and even when it, a small implosion happens, it happens with like a middle reliever. People hating on Baker. I mean, like you can't have every arm be elite. But but the starting, I mean, Jordan Lyles to 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 tonight was just incredible, right? To to give up no runs against a good Guardians offense, and so right. if the starting pitching well, pitches halfway like this, oh, um, and I know the schedule is terrible for us, right? But man, halfway like this, as we just had our best pitching in years. Yeah, yeah. Over the past week, it's not. Yeah, yeah. Over the past week, and it's just against good competition, right? Um, because that's the thing for me that I think that that's going to hold this team back, and that we need in the offseason starting pitching. But wait a minute, who's going to throw better than Jordan Lyles did tonight? <laughs> there, there's, there's no way you can't do better than Jordan Lyles did, did tonight, right? Um, and if you can get a starting pitcher like they have been doing to get into the seventh, because Perez and Bautista and Tate, these are our lead arms, and if you can skip the middle guys. And this is true for a lot of baseball teams, right? You can skip the middle relievers and get to the back of the bullpen if our starters can get us there. And they are lately. And now all of a sudden you have Tyler Wells coming back. I don't know. Like, it's just, I was depressed when we lost the last game to the Astros. And you're thinking, oh, man. And then all of a sudden, you know, and on Monday, all the, rough, all the Tuesday, teams a rough win. Start with Cle- and then a rough start with Cleveland on Tuesday. Tuesday, yeah, we had a rough start against Cleveland. Our, our bats, we get one hit. And then everyone else in the playoff race wins the games, wins yeah, their games against took a soft step back competition. For the first time in a while. Yeah, but then tonight, everything it feels like a different world, right? It feels like, um, no, we can do this. We got the pitching. Gunner gets that shot in the offense, the shot in the arm for our offense, and maybe we can actually freaking do this. Um, so I don't know, but even, even if we don't, Josh, like the point is, even if we don't, even if it's we're all about three games year. out, yeah, this is invaluable experience for all these guys to play meaningful games in September. They've never done that before. 
Um, for Gunner to be up here, getting ma- against ba- major league hitting, um, if for DL Hall to get some innings under his belt against major league pitching, and like, and not just, and and also like high leverage situations that that matter, I think it's invaluable for their development. And so, yeah. even if we don't make the playoffs, I think all this is, all this is good. All this is good, and this is almost. I feel almost like this year, you know, you had a good run at poker. You're 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 up pretty good, and now you're just kind of playing with house money. And anything you win here is golden, but it's all kind of house money that you weren't expecting to win anyway. So it doesn't even matter. Right, um, right. You're, you're already ahead. We're already no matter what happens with the season, we're already co- coming out ahead for for next year. So yeah, I'm I'm super pumped, super optimistic, and and Gunner has and all and also the, the thing that's not talked enough about. No, that's not true. It's talked about too too much. Is all these prospects coming up, Josh? All these prospects that we're call, calling up all have great hair, um, and that of course <laughs> everyone's talking about a lot, but. Their helmets yeah. don't fit, and they have great hair, so it's a, it's a good combination. Yeah, it is. They all. It's definitely an age thing, though, that they've got more hair than us. It's an age thing. I've been doing the whole college. I mean, you work on a college campus. Do, I've been yeah. doing the. I've been doing the college visits the past couple of weeks. Doing another one tomorrow, and it's the hair. That hair is everywhere on college campuses. Yes, I would imagine, especially in Florida, especially in Florida. That's probably true. Oh, it's definitely a thing. Um, hey, uh, you know what this is. That's a this baseball. would be a, a Gunnar Henderson signed baseball because I went to the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp Norfolk Tide game on Saturday night. And after the game took Owen down and uh, got to meet Gunnar Henderson, get the ball signed and uh, wish him luck for, for Baltimore. Didn't know it was going to come two days later, but pretty cool to catch him at the AAA level right before he, he got up there. Yeah, that, that's cool, and that's I mean that that's the way to do it. Um, now I have don't conversations like conversations with him and get get. I don't like that he wrote he signed Gunnar Henderson and put it in number thirteen on his oh, he because he was thirteen number. with the tide, and it's like, come on, Gunnar, you knew you were going to get a two. Your yeah. Twitter, your Twitter bio already had the two. We all knew you wanted two. It was available. You could have written two on it on Saturday. You 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 don't think it's disrespectful that he took Tiziardi's number? I am not worried about J.J. Hardy's number. Someone had it before J.J. Hardy, and someone will have it. Hopefully, and hopefully, it'll never have have another number two again. Let's hope Hall of Fame career, and we retire that number. You don't find it? You're not concerned that our two top prospects in the majors are disrespecting Orioles history Mike, with Mike 35 Mucina, and two? Yeah. Mike Mussina and uh, no, I'm not concerned. I right. love the way the Orioles handled the numbers. And I love the way that you have to get into the actual Hall of Fame to get your number retired. Love that. Yeah. Uh, I, I, the Yankees will run out of numbers. The Orioles will not. Yeah. You, you know, the 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 other cool thing about kind of all, all that we're seeing is with Adley and with um Gunner, even at 21, it's remarkable, is just the advanced approach at the plate. And and yes. we got and and we saw that even with Stowers, even with Vavra, it seems like every guy cut that, that comes up, like Ryan Mountcastle, he snuck his way onto this team before Michaelias was able to institute all his kind of uh, developmental uh, rules or whatever. Because every batter that, that that comes up here, it seems to be comes up with a really advanced understanding of the strike zone. Right, um, and and that makes it just so much more enjoyable to watch because Adley Rutschman has struggled the past couple of weeks. But even when he struggles, he's not swinging at kind of crazy balls like you see a Ryan Mackhouse chase or sometimes an Austin Hayes chase. 
Um, so I it's noticed, just really refreshing how advanced these these players are. Yeah, and I noticed it in Gunner's first at bat today, where the first two pitches he didn't even swing; he watched him, and I and I was concerned for a second. And I was like, "Wait, is this guy tricking him? Is he does he not have any timing down on this guy or anything like that? That curveball threw him off." But then on the next pitch, he makes good contact, slightly foul, and flies out. But still, it was. It was like he was watching the first couple pitches and said, all right, I, I see what this guy's doing. And then he did fine the rest of the night. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that, that Quan, he made a great play with that ball in the corner yeah. leaping up against so that, the wall. That was a really good play. Um, I think the Orioles probably should have challenged. Was it I yeah, I didn't understand not space. challenging that I, play. I doesn't seem to like to challenge sometimes. Oh, I would I challenge all the time. I would. Yeah, well, you only get one a game. You can be wrong one time. I don't think that's time. true. I don't think that's yeah. true. And then you because I've seen, I know yeah, the right. rules is you only get one game, but I've seen them like one. umpires. Can you go ahead and just initiate your own review, and then the umpires do it? Exactly. I haven't seen the umpires say no to a yeah. challenge. Yes. Um, speaking though, I mentioned the slide back with Ryan Mountcastle. I also wanted to say, Ryan Mountcastle, this has snuck up on me a little bit because you hear so many things about oh we can't stick at third base oh he's probably not going to going to be a below average le- left fielder or something with right. Brian Mackhouse like there were so many knocks on his defense coming through the minors that it snuck up on me like i feel like i woke up in the freaking little league world series game that the Orioles played and and i realized Ryan Mackhouse is actually a really good first baseman yes. he had two great catches again today like Ryan Mackhouse is 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 a really good defensive first baseman and I didn't realize that until recently. No, he's been struggling. He's struggled a lot at the plate lately. But defensively, he has really stepped up. And you're right. It's it's The talk was always that he couldn't play the field. He can hit. And he's been playing the field perfectly fine over at first base. Now, yeah. I wonder how much him being the only first baseman has affected him at the plate to not get any off time. But uh, we'll see how they use Gunner to try to make him some space and give him a DH day or a rest day and stuff like that. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm curious to see, like I said, I'm curious to see if Gunner, like I would imagine you don't want to mess with Gunner's positioning that much. And you just throw him at third base every day, but I don't know. Gunner can play all the infield positions right. if needed. And so I'm curious to see who they move around, how flexible they get with the defense. Or how yeah. consistent and consistent is this? Like, does Hyde say, okay, this is a good chance for me to rest? And you could. You just go around the diamond, give Mateo a day off, give Adore a day off, give Urias, you know, or give them all DDH days if you want them in the lineup. I'm going to be curious to see. How and I think the Orioles, here are the weapon for Hyde to play with in the lineup. And I think the Orioles even pointed that out in their video, like their hidden camera of telling Gunner he's going to the majors. Because in that, they're like, hey, here's the plan. We we're going to have you play second. We we're going to have you play first. We we're going to have you DH. Uh, are you comfortable with all these positions? They were kind of setting all that up to be like, so that when that video goes viral, hey, this isn't just a third baseman. This is a guy that we can put anywhere in the field. And he's ready to go. And he's, they had- he's freaking 21 years old. Yeah. He's a kid out there. Do you think they also had to make 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 a comment about a burger for advertising purposes or something for promotional pr- uh, purposes? No, did, no. Did you hear the comment about the burger when he walked in? No, I did not hear the burger comment. Oh, he, they the, were just just right when he was sitting down. They asked he. The, the, oh yeah, I just ordered a burger. Said, so I said, yeah. "What what are, what are you doing?" Said, oh, I just ordered a burger. 
Yeah, yeah. So you're you're saying that like DoorDash is going to come in or something and and start advertising. Yeah, I'm just saying it's all pre-planned. It's all pre-planned. Yeah. Uh, is that why? Is that why also at the end someone yelled out like "Fire me up, gun." Yeah, exactly. When the players, the same thing. Yeah, exactly. So. No, cool moment. A cool moment for Gunner. A cool moment for Orioles fandom. Um, I think we were about to lose our minds if Gunner was not caught up, and then it was like a lot of. Well, if he wasn't caught up on Monday when there was the off day, right? Then he's not for the Orioles him. and for the Tides. Oh, we missed our window to call him up. Yeah, but I think I think well, planes and transportation is pretty good nowadays, Josh. That you can get anywhere pretty much no, in one day if you need to. He's pretty good. You're missing the whole point. That no, right now planes are horrible and they're canceling flights every every five minutes. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure Gunner can get on a plane. I'm sure yeah, they'll, find, they'll not, find a plane for Gunner. I do not think it was a private plane for Gunner. Well, I don't think it well, was they, a private plan for Gunner, but, but also, I, I yeah, I, I think you're saying he didn't have seven layovers and yeah, I'm saying a, a flight was canceled. Gunner's not making any phone calls to find another flight. Him and, him and DL didn't everybody. have to hop in a rental car and long haul it. No, but I mean, you hear some of the stories about about players doing that, but but no, it, it's good you have a, a partner and a, a flying partner too, I guess. Yeah, Seven yeah. When you're all other. hyped up, you got someone who. Who has and and also someone who went there just a couple of weeks ago? Who's been there? Yeah, no, it was cool when when Gunner hit that home run, um, and just and and it's oh, hard for me to think about compared everything to last year. Dugout was cool. Yeah, everyone's so freaking happy in that dugout. Anytime they yeah. shoot to the dugout, everyone's got a stupid grin on their face, <laughs> like, they're, like they're little kids in the Little League World Series. Everyone just a stupid grins. Um, and it doesn't and, matter what time of the game that camera goes there. The dugout's all into the game. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, and you could tell the interactions, especially like when Gunner had all those high fives and then um, Kyle Stowers went over and gave Gunner a hug. Well, yes. I mean, him and Kyle been at Norfolk um, for a long time together. And, yeah, and, and so, buddies. yeah. And so there's a bunch of guys now. Right. And then they showed a shot of Vavra and, and Gunner talking. Um, there's a bunch of guys now that have spent time at Norfolk and gotten the call up. So it's not. It, and when Adley got kind of called up, it was kind of just Adley, but now it's not just Adley. Now the whole, now there's right. a bunch of guys. It's and eventually it it just pretty much be that Norfolk team will, will be the Orioles team. Right. Well, what it is is it's the fun we had years and years ago with Machado and Scope, how they went through the minors together, became good friends, and then they both were in the majors together. And we're seeing that right now with with all these guys. All these yeah. guys have been through that together, and that, that's really fun, and it's really cool to see all this homegrown talent. It's not like we signed these young guys and they all came in. These are draft guys, homegrown. I mean, is half of our club now homegrown of the active roster maybe? Maybe not half, but a good portion is. And that's exciting to start seeing. Yeah, I, I bet I bet the majority of our offenses are bullpen and pitching is where right. it gets good a point. lot of waiver claims. But but yeah, I, I, I was reading, I got a book from the library Two two days ago, yeah, they Silas. do have libraries in Georgia. Were you surprised yeah. by that? Yeah, no, they have this. Actually, a three. This is my first ever three floor library. Um, okay. so we go up to the third floor for the children's section. It's quite the library. Yeah, yeah. People in Georgia read. That's right. Well, I didn't know so that. When we go in, we're like the only people there. So I guess I'll take your word <laughs> for it. Um, but I got I got this book for Silas. The his it's called like my very very first book about baseball or something. My very first okay. baseball book, and it's got a bunch of like pictures of like the, the Oriole birds in there, and it goes through a whole game. 
like first inning, home run, like te- teaching all the terminology. And on the last page, Josh, the very last page of the book, it's a picture of Adam Jones slamming a pie into some what? dude's face. I don't know what, what kind of book is this. What kind of book is this? Is this all Orioles? No, it's it's all it's, different players. I, can show, I have a I have a picture and, of it. I and his screen. I took a picture his, of it. Yeah, he because he decided that his is that Steve Pierce. I'm not sure. Players having fun is Adam Jones pie and Nick Markakis. Yeah. Yeah, and so talking about having fun and, until Mark Trumbull s- stepped in there and put an end to all that. <laughs> right, right. But, but yeah, it was does. That, was that the end of the book? Mark Trumbull came in and shut it all down? He's no, this was, this was actually the last page of the book, part two, when Mark Trumbull's Revenge. Uh, I haven't read that one yet. That's the kid's second book about baseball. That's not all always right. fun. But it does. It feels like it doesn't have – this team does not have Adam Jones. But this team does kind of – you're right. feels like that – I would throw Adam Jones in there with that. Manny Machado and Jonathan Scope and um, and you seem to have those guys, right? Those kind of um, Chirino seems to be that guy. People say Odor's that guy, but then you also have yeah. kind of more more stoic guys. Like I don't know, you can't make direct comparisons because everyone's unique and their leadership styles are unique. But more kind of quiet leaders, um, like maybe a an Adley but, Rutschman and your Nick Markakis type, yeah. type type leader. Um, that's not fair to. Nick Marquez or Adley Rushman because they're just different people. But that it seems to just what I'm saying, it seems to have a good blend of loud voices and leaders, and it seems to all kind of mesh pretty well. It, Maybe Santander is that quiet leader type too. I don't know. It just seems to be a good mix. It's just fun. It's just a fun team that's enjoying each other. And and I think Orioles and Birdland, Oriole fans and Birdland are really enjoying it just as much as the players are. It's just fun. And it's more like I don't even you can't even compare this to 2012, 13, 14, all that stuff, because that did come out of nowhere and it was fun. But it's not like this, which was a systematic teardown rebuild. And we've been talking about it. We've been we've been pretty high on Michael Elias from the start saying, all right, we're going to trust this process. We're going to follow it through. And I know it's early, but you see uh, a team like Detroit that should be a year or two ahead of us on the rebuild. And they just fired their GM because it ain't working. This week at Macy's, find Valentine's Day gifts for all your loves, like fragrance gift sets they'll adore. Plus, take an extra 15% off with your coupon or Macy's card. On top of beautiful jewelry finds, now 35 to 70% off. And 25% off decadent chocolate from Godiva. Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift card services and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Fact or myth? In the big game, the coin toss usually comes up heads. That is a myth. In fact, tails has come up more often in recent years. Football is full of myths. Like the pigskin isn't actually made of pigskin. Gambling is a share of myths too. Unfortunately, believing gambling myths can cost you a lot of money. So learn what's myth and what's fact at KeepItFunOhio.com. You'll also find helpful tips, interesting quizzes, and great games all to help ensure gambling is always fun. And right here in Birdland, it's working. And it's it's a little earlier than we expected. Um, but it's working. And it's fun. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my biggest issue with Elias was always I thought he was given too much praise when he hasn't done anything. Like it was right. weird for me to see 
people keep on praising Mike Elias as he piled up 100 lost seasons, right? And I understand, yes. like, I'm not Buster Olney here. I understand what was happening. I understand they were investing in technology. They right. were investing in coaching. I mean, we talked to some of the coaches that they went on to hire. I mean, these are young, smart dudes who who use a lot of the sabermetrics in their in their coaching. Um, I understand they were investing in, in international stuff, which we haven't really even seen the fruition of the investments um, in the international kind of scouting and signings um, and development on, on that side of things. But the ability, I guess what what has been most impressive for me is not the draft. Yes, they draft Adley. I, honestly, anyone would have drafted Adley with the number one pick there. Right. I think what's been most impressive to me, Josh, is just how they take these pitchers who have mediocre track records and turn them into great pitchers. I mean, F- F- Felix Batista, I mean, he was a guy that was signed by Dan Duquette, I think in 2017 or 16, way, 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 way back. And kind of, he's figured it out. And you would say, okay, well, that's one guy who's figured it out. It happens. But it it seems like that has happened times 10, right? Where you got a guy like Austin Voth. Oh, just all, all of a sudden he figured it out. A guy like D- Dean Kramer struggled and then figured it out. Um, guys uh, guys who were DFA'd, Perez, all of a sudden now he's he's elite back in the bullpen arm. Dylan Tate struggled, kind of inconsistent, kind of tend to figure. So Michael Elias' ability to not just draft, right, and not just do international signings, but to actually improve the level of play from major league players to me is, I guess, was a little bit unexpected for me. And that's, I mean, that's why we're having success this year and not in 2023, uh, because some of these no-name no name guys who you wouldn't expect to play well have played really well. And I think that's a credit to our development, our coaching, the information the players have, and all that points back to to Mike Elias. Yeah, no, I agree. So just, I mean, so just think about it, right? Like this is Gunner, Adley, um, Stowers. This is the first wave of Elias guys. Yeah. Right? Elias dropped. This is the first guy? wave. Elias dropped picks. Huh? Hall was, was Hall Elias? No, Hall was Duquette. All right. Got it. Rodriguez was Duquette. So this is the first wave of of Elias. Elias guys. And so you think, well, the next wave, oh, by the way, the guy they drafted in was it 2021, Colton Kowser, um, he just got promoted to triple A after crushing a double A. So all of a sudden I mean, the waves, hopefully the waves will keep on coming. I know Jackson Holiday ju- just got his debut in uh, Marva. Um, and so hopefully this will be kind of the first wave. But this is this is just the beginning, right? This is literally um, just the beginning of the investments. This is what Michael I was supposed to be an expert in, right? The draft and development. This is just the beginning of it. So imagine if he can take mediocre players and have them play well enough to kind of be in the playoffs and well above their career norms imagine what right. he can do with actually talented players right imagine if he plays jordan lyles um with a actual i don't know Rondon or i don't want to throw out these names we'll never get but an actual great a rodriguez right a, a grace rodriguez a, someone with super talent imagine what he can do with that so i'm just it's just everything to be optimistic and excited about both for the month of september and and going forward well, Right. And it's like um, this year we've got two options for rookie of the year. 
with Batista and Do you Rushmore. think Gunner deserves to be recognized for Rookie of the Year after his first game that no. start today? No, have they've already sent out the they've already sent the sheets out. Oh, have they? I was just kidding. Yeah. Oh yeah, you didn't notice they no. sent the sheet out. There's three names on the sheet that you can vote for for Rookie of the Year. Two of them are Orioles. That, no, that can't be right. I, I believe so. I believe I read that. True. That's not true. Oh, you think I'm just making this up? No, yeah, I, I'm a hundred percent sure you're making it up because Adley's going to be on there, and then you're going to have, of course, the guy's going to win it. And I want to talk about him in a second, Rodriguez for, um, for Seattle because he just signed that contract. I'm curious to see, you know, if if that contract changes how we view um, a future Adler Gunner contract. All right. Um, and then you have Bobby Witt and you have whatever his name, the shortstop right, for the Astros. Here's, here's the ratings for odds. You have Juan win. for the Guardians. Rod- Rodriguez, Rodriguez for the Mariners is he's the favorite, but he yes. has been struggling some lately. Uh, so he's got a minus 490 odd. Rushman is a plus 400 coming into second. Which is incredible because he was like plus 1,000 at different parts of this yes. year. So it's yeah. kind of a incredible comeback for him. Uh, Pena and Bobby Witt are plus 5,000. Khan and Miranda are uh, 6,500 and 8,500. George Kirby is 13,000. Felix Batista is 25,000. And Brock Burke is 25,000. So that's 2, the top. Uh, yeah. so 25, no, 25,000. Oh, 25,000? Yeah, I think I might go put a dollar on Felix Batista. Yeah. Um, but, um, but no, that obviously that's I, just, he's a, he's the bullpen guy, a closer. It's tough for a closer to win with that type of competition. Yeah, yeah. But I, still, I, yeah. we got we got two guys in the conversation for rookie of the year. We can project that next year we probably have Gunnar Henderson in that conversation. Yep. Um, oh, uh, last year we had and, and, last year Ryan Mountcastle was in that discussion. And then two twenty four whatever we'll have Westberg in that conversation. not Westberg uh, Jackson Holiday in that conversation. It's just we're going to constantly have this churning of Orioles star rookies coming in, and it's fun because it's not like it's not a how do we get here. Next it's year a, we'll have two guys, start. two guys fighting it out for the rookie of the year: Grayson Rodriguez and Gunnar Henderson. Gunner. Yeah. Yes. Um, no, I've been following that. Um, I, I've been following the the rookie of the year battle extremely closely. Like looking at um, Rush kind of Rodriguez's Rodriguez. stat lines every night, Julio Rodriguez's stat lines every night. Because I put a I put a, a, a pretty penny on Adley Rutschman when he was plus six hundred. Um, so I've been following that very closely at the beginning of the season before the season started. Adley was plus six hundred, and I put a pretty penny on it. So I've been watching that race very closely, and unfortunately. Fortunately, Julio has been struggling recently, um, but Adley's been struggling as well. Right. Julio puts up, like, if you care about home runs and stolen bases and RBI, those big, loud numbers, he, he leads our rookies in those stats. So if that's what you pay attention to. Now, if you look at on base and OPS, Adley has them there. So it's going to be mm-hmm. interesting. I think I think it's, nothing's done. It's going to come down to the last month who plays better. Right, because it's also not stats-based. It's it's still reporters voting. Yeah, and so of course you have Julio is, with the home run derby that is right. coming out party. Right, but you got the you got Adley leading the Orioles out of nowhere, and this team that no one should be talking about that now everyone's coming and talking about. Yeah, and they're getting I mean, a lot of that on Adley. On the other hand, though, you do have Seattle, who has I think the longest playoff drought 
I know yes. in baseball, but I think in all kind of professional sports, right? The long but the, but right, but they're not putting that all on Rodriguez. Yeah, but he's their number one hitter. Um, but yeah, the turnaround for the Orioles did happen when Adley got here. I think it's going to be an interesting yes. debate, um, especially if they both continue playing well. But yeah, Josh. I w- also, speaking of which, Julio Rodriguez signed a contract extension. Yeah. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, it was like guaranteed, and he's 21 years old, same age yep. as Gunner. This is his first professional season. Um, they said it's 200, but could go up to as much as $400 million. Right. Um, Let's do Josh, it. Do it. Well, would you do this with Adley, even though he plays the catcher position, which is maybe yes. a little more injury risk? But also a little more important and managing those those pitchers. And yeah, do it. Give them the money. Um, yeah, I think we're seeing a lot of this, I guess, because of football season starting up. We're seeing a lot of that with quarterbacks and maybe it's just a Lamar contract. So we're seeing a lot of that discussion there and how um, Cleveland screwed that up and overpaid for one quarterback. So now everyone feels like they don't like they have to. Every quarterback wants that price tag, but every team doesn't want to hit that price point. I think that in baseball, you're going to start seeing something like that because of Seattle, because they paid so early when you've seen a lot of teams. The history of baseball has been play that con- that rookie contract out as long as you can. I think this is going to be kind of a little change into the guard of, of moving forward with that. And I think Adley's a great guy to invest in the future. And say, yeah, hey, seems, you're in place. It seems like, and I have to go back and look more closely, but it seems like most of these deals – whether it's an Ozzy Albies or most of these deals have been, have worked out for the teams, right? Even we yes. talked, uh, even the, the Franco deal that the race, the, the, the long-term contracts when they're young seems to work out for the team. When they're older, it seems to work out for the player. Yeah. But I guess the difference we've never seen a deal with Julio Rodriguez, where it's like, it seems like those, some of those other deals are like, the players sign them because they understand that they could get injured. They want more money right. now up front where it feels. So they're taking it at a discount. It feels like Julio right. 200 can make up to $400 million over the course of 14 years. That doesn't seem like a discount. Like they're paying him top dollar. Like he's a top yes. player in the majors right now. Um Right, and, and, and that's a weird that. contract too. Because what kind of contract do you have? Well, it could be two hundred million, but could it could go up to four hundred million? Which but I guess have, maybe that's what you want to do, right? If you play well, you, have you can to get up to this amount. Yeah, and you have to do that, because, especially also because contracts fluctuate. If you're the highest paid person today, two weeks from now you're the second highest paid. Five years from now, you're not even on the top fifty, um, because you set that bar early. So you want to have that flexibility, that two hundred to four hundred, so that when you reach that point where, hey, I should negotiate for a new contract, there's already stuff in my contract where I don't have to renegotiate. I stay at the team and move on. Yeah. The other factor that it seems to me this is true, that if, if he's going to make, let's say, I don't know what the exact numbers are, um, but let's say he makes $30 million 10 years from now. $30 million a year is a ton of money right now. 
Yes. In 10 years, there'll still be a lot of money, but it might be a little bit less compared to what other players oh, are making. You think, you th- plus we got a little inflation problem apparently going on? Yeah, so 30 million will, will 30 million in 2022, I mean in 2032 will be equivalent to about 30 bucks in in our in our money or something. <laughs> no, that's uh no, there's some foreign countries having that type of issue. We will, I don't think it'll be that bad, but yeah, you got to plan on that that future. And either way, it's a star. He's proven. Lock him up. I'd love to see the Orioles do the same with Adley. I would too, Josh. But do you like? I agree. I would love to see him lock him up for 14 years. No, um, that seems a little bit much. Maybe 12 years. Um, do you think Mike Elias? No. Do you think he tries, or he doesn't even try? I think he doesn't try this season. He, I. Why? Why would try next season if not this season? Because I think this season he's going to be focused on opening up the wallet to bring in some pitching. But it's also I also look at he's made comments about how he this season we really open up the payroll this offseason we really do this, and then you look and you try to figure out where the holes are to really spend a lot of money, and then you're like, well maybe 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 you don't need to spend a lot of money filling holes. Maybe you spend money on your own players and you lock things up like Adley long term. Yeah, I Perhaps. mean, if you look at what we have and what we have coming, um, you you can make an argument that our money would be better invested in the players we have than in in, in someone else. And well, I wonder, if I'm Michael Elias, here's what I'm probably doing: I'm trying to sign a Rondon. If Degrom becomes a free agent, I'm trying to yes. sign a Degrom, and then all of a sudden, if that doesn't work out, my plan B is an Adley extension, so I can make okay. the fan base happy. Listen, we. Listen. Peter, you already gave me this money. No one's coming. Yeah. Let's give it to Adley. We'll lock it up, and we won't have to have this conversation. And look at the inflation. It's all going to work in your favor anyway. And I'll tell Oreo fans, this was a plan the whole time. I wasn't really trying to sign right. the ground, even exactly. though I was. Um, and, right. and this is what – no, because – and he did say, even when he was spending more money, like part of that is kind of arbitration and keeping your own guys. Yes. And part of that might be – and I don't, I don't know, Josh, if there's anyone – else on the team maybe gunner that warrants an extension at this point like i don't know if i'm going to mullins or hayes no i'm not going to anyone at this point i'm not even going to gunner at this point you're not going as to much gunner? As i want as much as i want gunner long term i need more than a month of baseball i think i've seen enough <laughs> okay i mean again, i wouldn't argue but i also think about like the, the fan base one what, game of gunner i've seen enough and what fans hate is arbitration so if you can lock this up to not have to go to arbitration, that works out well as well, as well for the fan base. Because every time you're in, you take a player to arbitration, the fan base turns on the team and says, even though you and I get it and we understand the business practice of it and why you got to do it, the fan base turns on the team every no. single time. Yeah, and I'm I'm sometimes with the fan base on this too because I think it's all dumb. You're gonna fight about you know a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, that's dumb. Over so so what's what's the whole point? Just give them a hundred thousand dollars and move right. on with their lives. Yeah. yeah. All right. No. Anything else we need to cover? That's Josh. We took two 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 out of three against Houston. It does. Don't look at the schedules because we play all the good teams. Everyone else in the playoff hunt is playing these sorry teams. So don't even right. pay attention to 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 the records. No, um, focus on our, focus on win win series, and and that's what we've been doing, right? We we I mean, just go back all the way to um, our Toronto series in the middle of August, August fifteenth. We won the Toronto series. 
We won the Boston series. We won the White Sox series. We won the Houston series. People forget, we've won the last four series. If you take out the little one-game Cubs game, we won the last four series. Um, and now tomorrow we, we go to win our fifth series in a row against, not against Scrubs, against Boston, Chicago, Houston, Toronto. And these are some of the best teams in the American League. And 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 we're, we're, we're going for a fifth series win in a row, and then we play Toronto again. What Four it shows you is Toronto. That's a huge series. Yeah, and it also tells me that the way we're playing against all these teams is if we can get to the playoffs, I'll take you on any of them. I don't care. Any of those guys. Let's go. I, mean, I, I once saw Joe Saunders out duel you Darvish. So, yeah, like you just <laughs> get was, in the playoffs. That was a one-game thing. Nice um, thing is we don't have to deal with a one-game playoff right now. Oh, do I need to remind you, Josh, that we once beat three former Cy Young winners? With Detroit? Yeah, with Detroit and Scherzer and Price. Yeah, I mean, um, the playoffs are are wild. And um, right now, Toronto is about to lose, which would mean that we would gain a game back today. So just keep on winning, and we'll be all right. Well, yeah. I Series think at the time. Yep, and, and other teams are going to win a lot of games, too, because Toronto is good and Tampa Bay is good. But if you keep on winning, you're going to stay stay in at this whole thing. But, yeah, I mean, all the teams, Toronto's playing well, Seattle's playing well, um, Tampa Bay's play, playing well. Um, so it's not going to be easy. But it seems like now, like the White Sox are out of it. Boston's out of it. It's yep. just kind of now three spots, five teams, us and the Twins, um, kind of five teams fighting it out. And, and we, it might be the Guardians too. So it's good we're being the Guardians because it might be the Guardians. They're you know in a battle against right. the Twins for that. But it's division. also we've got nine te- nine games left against Toronto. No, I know ten games, ten games left against Toronto. Yeah, because we got a makeup game in there. Yeah, double header on yeah. Labor Day on Monday. So it's those are going to be the, that's going to be a huge series is yeah. right there. And what we yeah. can do about that Toronto? That's going to be similar to when we were playing Tampa and going back and forth with win loss in that final playoff spot. Uh, Tampa took that series, but I believe that's the last series we lost. So. Is Governor yeah, no, coming, it, is yeah, coming right at the right time where it seemed like this um, offense was really cooling down and we weren't getting hits. We weren't getting the, these wins and struggling a little bit. Is Gunner kind of the, the little lightning bolt we needed in this team. I, again, People forget how good we've been playing. And all of a sudden, in Houston, um, we only score what in that which, whole series? Which, which we scored a great team. Houston's a great team. We scored six runs. They have a great bullpen. A great bullpen. We have a good bullpen. Their bullpen is better than our bullpen. Sorry. Their bullpen is better than our bullpen yes. from top to bottom. And we scored six runs against them. And everyone was crying, oh, this is our offense. Our offense is not good enough. Um, and then, of course, with just one hit against Cleveland, I, I do think it's nice to have kind of the energy that Gunner brings, and not just the energy, the fact that he's really good at hitting the baseball, um, that helps. Um, but the story has been the pitching. And I'm sorry, if you go against Houston, um, and I know we only scored six runs, but we only gave up four runs in that series against a great Houston team. Um, but but yeah, yeah, I, I think we need to score more runs if we want to make the playoffs. And it seems like guys like Mountcastle and Hayes, um, even uh, even Mateo a little bit recently, are scuffling. Uh, we had talked about Adley scuffing a little bit. So it's certainly nice. It's a long season. It's nice to have 
um, a guy who's not struggling, a guy who's playing well at AAA to come and hopefully can stay hot. And hopefully, you know, these these slumps don't last forever. Adley's going to start hitting out of it. So will Mountcastle and Hayes. Um, and, and so, yeah, I, I think it is. I think it is good timing. I think it would have been good timing a week ago. I think it would have been good timing a month ago. Uh, right. But certainly it's good timing now. And we got a month left of exciting playoff type baseball here. Right. And, um, and we showed like we can we can go against anybody. We can, we can win any series against any team in baseball. Yeah, totally. So my uh, bookie, sorry, you're going to continue to lose money with the Orioles. <laughs> what's uh, what's DL Hall up to? Is he going to be a bullpen guy? We're not going to see him start again, right? They talked no, a few done. weeks ago about how he'd be a bullpen guy. Yeah, he's done starting. Oh. He 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 pitched yesterday at Norfolk. Did did, no, did you see him pitch, Josh? He, he pitched on Saturday. Yeah, Saturday he pitched in Norfolk and not very well. Gave up oh, uh, thought- three three run home run, I believe. If he if he pitched on Sunday as well, it was out of the pen on Saturday. Yeah, he pitched again, I believe. Um, and anyway, it doesn't matter. the The fact is, he he's gonna be he's gonna be a bullpen arm, um, and he's gonna be here. And I'm curious to see how they use him. But goodness knows, um, our our middle of the rotation um, could could use help. And I'm just I'm looking now. Yeah, he pitched yesterday. Okay, so he so he pitched yesterday and in an in, uh, in, in, in inning and a third, no runs, so they, one walk, one right. strikeout. So so what they've been doing is putting him in that bullpen role and back to back pit back to back game nights to see how he handles that to get him ready to come back as a bullpen. Well, no, it wasn't back to back. That was Tuesday and what oh, yeah, Saturday. So Tuesday, so Saturday and Tuesday. You're right. Tuesday, so yeah. You're right. Uh, yeah, I was, I, think I was this, so used to doing a Monday show. I was thinking today was Monday. Yeah, and I think Deal Hall in the bullpen solves a couple problems. I don't think they're fully ready to have him start because he's not consistent enough. He could come out and be lights out. He could come up and not locate his fastball and give a bunch of runs. So it's not good to have him start every fifth day when you're in a playoff chase and he's not consistent. The other thing is there's this whole innings limit, and he's already kind of – it's amazing he stayed healthy all year. That's the biggest start with Deal Hall. Um, but he's already, already thrown a bunch of innings. I think they want to right. minimize the innings he has left. So this is a way for him to not throw out innings by being in the bullpen while also giving him kind of some major league experience. I would be very surprised if he came in any high level situations. I think he is your, the game is, you know, out of hand, four or five runs either way. And he's going to come in and try to get an inning or two in. Okay. Um, that's how I think they're going to use him. And if he pitches well there. Yeah, and then you might start increasing. Right. Yeah. Right. But but that's just for this year. I assume next year, no matter how oh, he yeah, pitches this year, year. He, he goes back in the start rotation, at least back in competition. At right. At least that spring competition. We don't know what big arms they're going to sign. We assume they're going to sign at least one big arm. And then that really makes this the five man rotation a little crowded. Yeah. And Dia Hall, honestly, has done nothing so far to say he has earned a spot to be guaranteed Correct. in the starting rotation next year. So I don't think it'd be surprising if he starts next year at Norfolk and then hopefully pitches well. But I think this is a big offseason for for Dia Hall. He stayed healthy all year. Let's give him an, an, an offseason where he can kind of work on work on this stuff. And I think the Orioles are great at, at this, at this pitching development, yes. targeting individual players and what they need to work on. And so I'm really excited to see an offseason – of D.L. Hall working on stuff, having to come back next year. 
Um, I think next year could be a big, a big year for him. And the innings limit will be still there, but he can throw a lot more innings ne- next year right. compared to this year. Right. So, yeah, All right. Go. Well, the future is bright. The future is and bright. The, That's the, the theme of this now, podcast. Even more. Yep. The future is now. Uh, it's good now, and it's going to be better. Better next year and probably better the year after that. It's all all good here in Birdland. And that's what the Orioles need with Lamar Jackson um, going to the Dolphins. This is what the Orioles need. Is uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's, your, that's your prediction? You're just with throwing Lamar it out there early? No, no. I mean, you saw uh, he liked the – Yeah, tweet, he liked the, liked the picture. An Instagram picture yeah. or whatever it was. It's just funny. Yeah, you know, speaking of predictions, I believe my bold prediction was Gunnar Henderson up here before September. I oh, believe really? that was my bold yeah, prediction need, back back in March. You might want to go check the audio for that. I don't remember. I'll that. check the audio, but I believe I got on the Gunnar Henderson bandwagon uh, early on there. It, it throws off my new guy Fridays a little bit. This is not. Yeah, a, new guy Wednesday is not as fun. And I've waited a couple of days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, hey, we got a couple of reviews, Josh. You see those? Right. I do. I got them right in front of me. Right. Thanks for going on over to iTunes and writing reviews for us. The uh, first one up is Oyster Ryan, who says it's a great mix of a true crime drama, referring to the PlayStation 5s, a Di- and a Disney sports movie with, cross your fingers, a happy ending. Uh, have been Bert listening Brody would appreciate the, that. The, Disney I don't understand, yeah, I don't understand the Disney sports reference, but I'll take it because it's a five-star. Let's go. No, because this is like Angels in the Outfield type stuff, Rookie of the Year type stuff, where, okay. where the Orioles are the Cinderella to use a Disney gotcha. movie, Cinderella team that's here. Gotcha. So this is like the miracle hockey movie where they came out of nowhere. All right. I uh, have been listening since the original Burt days. I like that. I like the, the original. I'm an original. Burt was Burt on last guy. week. Yeah. I know. Love how this podcast reminds me of sitting around with friends, talking O's, except with more knowledge. Always look forward to he's, each week's episode. Hey, he even uh, thinks we have some knowledge. Well, I think he's talking about me there. You are the... Oh. Friend without knowledge. I'm the friend with knowledge. I think that's how I'm that the works. friend without knowledge. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, Marilyn Domer also hopped in here with true Baltimore fans. Five stars, of course. If you love hanging out with your best friends and talking about the O's, this podcast is for you. Just two brothers talking about what they love, their families and the Orioles. Well, yeah. Guess guess we got guess we've had some family talk lately. I don't remember because I forget this podcast as soon as we record it. Oh, you already way, mentioned about uh, you and Owen going to oh, get yeah, me and Gunner's Owen. autograph. Exactly. I mentioned well, about reading a book with Silas. There you go. You know what? It's it's because for us, baseball in our family is so blended in. I didn't even talk, and I'll share. I'll say it's been an hour. I'll save it for the next podcast. I coached first first little league this week. This is the week we had little league kick kickoff. Mm. So I had the experience with that. I'll right, give you a story old. next week of that. And I just yeah, signed I'll, up for I'll Silas for Little League starting next week. Oh, so it's for T-ball. It's so, yeah. yeah, it's so much fun that down here in the South, we get to play baseball in the fall. Yeah, that I is, love it. That's, that's one good thing. You know, Matt, Matt I, talked, uh, I also talked last week on the show that I just launched the Birdland Sports Store, birdlandstore.com. Yeah. And I checked. I've had it open now for 11 days. And – I'm, there's orders coming in every day. I'm making new shirts every day up there. So mm-hmm. I want everyone to go check out the birdlandstore.com. It's a lot of fun. And it's cool to see I am mailing shirts out all over the world. And it's cool to see, like, Birdland from Maryland. Obviously, I send a lot to Maryland. But to see it just go up and beyond, there's a lot of people getting excited for the Orioles. There's a lot of people 
that are excited and want a Gunnar Henderson shirt or a Mateo shirt. And these um, just getting behind these players is really cool to see. Yeah, it's cool to see. I wish you'd do too many sales, Josh. I hope you're making this podcast some money with all those shirt sales. I see I, you keep I, on going down sale. Chill out with the sales. Make them pay full price. You, you sound like my wife, but I'll tell you what I did. <laughs> today I had a – I'll tell you what. Here's what I did today. Yeah. It's, I've been doing a sale during each Oreo game. Right. I'm, that's, I said I was going to do that for the first two weeks. So that's two uh, more games or three more right. games, something like that. Then right. I'm done with the sales for a while. But right. – Today was Gunnar Henderson Day. So I put the Gunnar Henderson shirt at 10 bucks. That means I didn't make any money. That okay. means I was losing a tiny bit on it. But people who came on over to Birdland Store, they grabbed a Gunnar Henderson shirt, and then they grabbed another shirt at full price to make it worth selling the others at a loss. Okay. So the sale prices bring you in, and then you get some others that actually support the support me okay. and the podcast. That's and I that. didn't realize I was dealing with a marketing genius over here. Yeah, uh, I am not a marketing genius. I am figuring <laughs> it out as I go. Yeah, I was I was before the podcast while I was waiting for you. I was trying to figure out how to do a marketing email. You know, those stupid spam emails that you get from everyone. If you ever order something. Yeah, but I have to go then click unsubscribe. It's kind of annoying. Yeah, yeah. Because I usually delete exactly. like 20 times before I make the effort to scroll down and hit unsubscribe. Exactly. So I was trying to figure out how to create one of those today. So in the next yeah. couple of days, you might be getting one of those. Okay. Okay. Eventually, I'm so, waiting for yeah. me to do this podcast by, my, by myself while you just go into the full-time t-shirt business. I'm, for that te- I'm, I'm, I'm teaching myself, and it's really cool and a lot of fun. And yeah, even if you, if you go on over to Birdland Store and you hit the little chat support button, it just sends me a text message. That's all it does. You talk directly to me. All right. So if you need to get a hold of me, it's you one man right show there. over there. Yeah. yeah, one man, one man show. It's all me, and it's been really fun and a surprise how uh, how people have jumped on. And I think it's filling a need for fun Oriole shirts. And I'm waiting for my cease and desist. We'll see. At some point. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it's coming. Once yeah, you get big enough, way, it, uh, exactly right. You get too big, and they don't like something you're doing. But I'm yeah. enjoying it, so we're pushing it. All right, cool. We'll go over to iTunes and write us a review. Go to, you know, our, our website and buy a shirt with your yep. favorite player, whoever that is. Josh Bry got a shirt for him. Hey, I got an Odor shirt now for the three that. people that like Odor. Yeah. And I got a more coming. I got a I got a I got a manager hide shirt coming out in the next probably two days. Ooh, that'd be controversial. A lot of love yeah. hate with that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I figured I needed something for him. You need, you need something for the people who like him and something for the people who dislike him. You need to cover both sides. Well, what I, I'll tell you, there's a lot of people that have been asking for me to do a chaos shirt. Um, because the word chaos has become synonymous with the Orioles this year. Right. Because they're disrupting not only the AL East, but all the American League and all these predictions and stuff. So there's a lot of other sites and like national, like big corporate sites that are doing like the chaos and the script that looks like Oriole font. So I got a lot of requests for that. So I made one of those, but I wanted to do something different with chaos. So my Brandon Hyde shirt is instead of manager Hyde, it's manager chaos. And it's Brandon Hyde in a Captain Chaos costume. Controlling all this chaos happening. Controlling yeah. all the chaos. Ma- managing the chaos. So that's what we got coming out in a couple of days. All right. Cool. All right. Well, you can follow all of Josh's latest t-shirt designs at Birdland Sports on Twitter. And also, I assume at Josh's personal site, you can follow Josh on Twitter. At Josh Soroka. 
You can follow me on Twitter at Section336. Thanks for listening, boys and girls. And as always, go O's. Refresh your spring cleaning to-do list with an oil change bundle for your vehicle at Advance Auto Parts. Get five quarts of Mobile One Castrol, Valvoline, Pennzoil, or Fram oil bundled with a select oil filter for one low price. And right now, choose a Mobile One full synthetic oil change bundle starting at $39.99 and get a drain pan and funnel free. Right oil, right filter, right price every day. Only at Advance Auto Parts and participating CarQuest locations. Use the Advance Auto Parts app to build your bundle and pick it up at your nearest store. Download Upside and start getting cash back wherever you roll. It's like having your own hype man. Get an average of 17% cash back at restaurants. Oh, it's dinner time. Average of 13% on groceries. Get those groceries. 10 cents per gallon average cash back on gas. It's go time. Plus, cash back at participating convenience stores too. Stacks on stacks. Users can earn hundreds of dollars a year, three times more than other apps. Upside, show me that money. All right, we get it. Get it. It's easy. Just sign up for the free Upside app and start getting cash back for doing you. Download the free Upside app and use promo code DOYOU10 for an extra $10 cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. That's promo code DOYOU10 for an extra $10 on the free Upside app. Get cash back for doing you with the free app from Upside.